episode 67 of The Actors Room. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Jeff Tarowski, and today we discuss... This is going to be a tough one. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about the documentary that just came out on Monday, I believe, called Never... Leaving Neverland. Couldn't even say it right. A little upset about this one. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, wow. Okay, we'll talk about it right after my little setup. Here in the actor's room, sit back, relax. Um, hope you enjoy the show. Okay, first off, I just want to apologize for last week. I said I'll be taking my shows uh, every two weeks. That didn't happen last week. Something came up. It just didn't happen. I was actually this week doing research on Luke Perry, who passed last weekend. Very sad. He was actually from around this area in Mansfield, which is only a short maybe hour away from us here. In Cleveland, I was doing research on Luke, thought I had enough information, and I don't. I received a message from one of his friends, uh, one of his good friends in high school, um, wants to do the project with me, so I'm holding up on it. Hope to give you a great show on Luke Perry in the near future, hopefully within the next few weeks. If not, within the next month, hopefully. But in the meantime, I sat back. And watch the Leaving Neverland. I can't say the fucking documentary title. I can't fucking say it. Why can't I say it? We're going to try it again. Leaving Neverland. For some reason I want to say Neverland first. Didn't know about this doc, folks. When I go on to watch something at night. I don't know what I'm going to watch most of the time. I have Hulu, it's a HBO production, just put out a two-parter. Started watching it on Monday night, about halfway through it, not even, not even halfway through. Started getting a little weird. I didn't know what it was about, but I had a pretty good idea. These allegations of Michael Jackson have been going on since 1993. That's when it first happened. And he paid off the accusers, I believe, for around $15 million. Didn't want to go through a trial. All that stuff. Paid off the accusers. It was brought up to him at the time. Great idea to just go ahead and pay the $15 million. Get them off your back. We have other interests. And there was a spokesperson or attorney. In the Michael Jackson camp. That explained. That 15 million dollars to Michael Jackson. Is really nothing. A speeding ticket. I don't like hearing things like that. 15 million dollars is a lot of fucking money. I don't care who you are. 
And if you're accused of molesting little boys, I would take it all the way. If I'm innocent, I'm going to go to court and prove my innocence. He didn't do that. It's questionable. He said he regretted it. And the spokesperson slash legal analyst and his team at the time explained that as well. It was just a bad idea to do that, to pay off the accusers of $15 million. It kind of shows that, oh, Michael Jackson could be bought off. That was in 1993. He was once again accused in 2003 by uh, another little boy who had cancer at the time. Not at the time. He did have cancer. Michael Jackson became close with him. And he said that Michael Jackson abused him. There was a trial. I looked this up because watching this present documentary that I just watched, Leaving Neverland, to, um, this is, I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson. Was a big fan. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I love his music. I think he's probably one of the most talented human beings to ever walk this planet. Okay? His dancing, magnificent. One of those few rare talents that can stand on stage and be completely at home. And even he himself, Michael Jackson, said that. He felt more comfortable on stage than in front of people in real life. This is a different kind of person. He didn't have a normal life. His career started when he was a child and never experienced a real childhood. I don't want to get too much into Michael Jackson himself as a child. I may want to do a Michael Jackson episode. In the future, it's going to take a while. And it'll be a two-three-parter. I mean, David Bowie was a three-parter. I had Kurt Cobain as a four-parter. Michael Jackson is going to be something like that. If I do it, folks, I'll try. <laughs> Just, we've all had our suspicions, right? This is a weird guy. He's just a weird guy. You can't deny the fact. That Michael Jackson is fucking weird, or was, passed in 2009. It's been 10 years since Michael Jackson died. Think about that. That's been 10 years. Why this doc now? Why now? People say, the defenders of Michael Jackson, these uh, two guys that came on to this documentary... Wade Robson and Jimmy Safechuck. Why now? These uh, young men, now adults, with uh, a family of their own, why would they come out now and make this doc? Michael Jackson's dead and gone, and he can't defend himself. Why now? I looked into this. And the defenders of Michael Jackson say they're doing it because they want money. And that might be the case. (laughs) Okay. 
Don't we all want money? Yeah. For right or wrong reasons. Why these two now? Money, yes. That's part of it. They want to tell their story. Sure. Uh, And they did. They did. I went into this very skeptical, folks. Been on the fence with Jackson for a while. I, at first, came to the conclusion, because I've done research on this in the past, and I came to the conclusion that I didn't have one. I was going to be on the fence with Michael Jackson because he has his defenders and they bring up great points. And then there's the allegations where there's smoke, there's fire. Okay? Why all these accusations? Why does Michael Jackson, or why did Michael Jackson, I refer to him like he's still alive. He's not. Why did Michael Jackson hang out with little boys? Why? Defenders say because he was a child himself. He never grew up. Okay. I've looked at this side and I kind of get it. The fact that he didn't have a childhood. Uh, There are a lot of people out there who had their childhoods taken away from them that don't act like Michael Jackson. And they say, well, he's a special case. Why do you say that? <clears throat> Why do you say Michael Jackson's so special? He's special in the terms of talent. I'll give you that. He is above and beyond normal people in terms of talent. The way he dances, the way he performs, the way he sings. But that can't explain the way he acts as a human being. Okay, maybe he didn't deal with things the right way. His childhood be taken away from him. The fact that he's so popular, or was so popular. A mega star, a star that... Was there anybody bigger than Michael Jackson ever? In terms of star status? They don't make stars like that anymore. He was definitely on another level. He couldn't go to the grocery store... He couldn't go out and get some milk. He couldn't go out to a restaurant and just enjoy life. It was definitely different for him. And this is how he dealt with it. Um, All the plastic surgeries. Obviously the guy had low self-esteem. Can you believe that? Michael Jackson had low self-esteem. And he did. Or he wouldn't have had all of those fucking plastic surgeries. God only knows how many plastic surgeries that man had. Come on, take a look at that guy later on in his life. He practically had no nose. It looked like he had so many nose surgeries, there was nothing left to work on. It was just like a hole in his face. There was something seriously wrong with this guy. Big time. He constructed where he lived, Neverland, into amusement park with Giraffes and bears and lions and tigers and monkeys and shit. His best friend was a monkey. Bubbles, this is not normal. Okay? And also, not normal is the fact that he would hang around little boys from ages 7 to 13, mostly. This is strange behavior. It was back then. Uh, It was when he was alive. Being accused 
of all these things, and it still is today. When you look back, it makes you scratch your head. Yes, he was strange, but after watching this documentary, folks, these two guys, they're telling the truth. They're telling the truth. Unfortunately, they are. Defenders will say that both these men, at one point in their lives, as children, denied that they were abused by Michael Jackson. Why would they do that? Kids do that. They don't want people to know what happened to them. Plus the fact they loved Michael Jackson. I know. That's weird, isn't it? Michael Jackson abused these kids while they were kids. And those kids adored Michael. Michael was a superstar. They adored him. Yes, these things that he did were wrong. But they were still around him. And they defended him. Michael Jackson told them, if you tell anybody what we're doing, both of us will go to jail for the rest of our lives. Imagine an adult telling you this after hurting you. Telling you this. These are seven-year-old kids. And if this is true, holy shit. You know how I feel about pedophilia, those who listen to this show. It makes me so upset. Fuck. And when I saw these two guys on this doc. Talking about what Jackson did to these kids. Did to them. They went into detail. And the part. Okay. And I'm watching these guys. I'm studying them. Are they lying? Are they telling the truth? And I was pretty damn sure they were. Just reading reactions, just you can usually tell if people are full of shit. You can just tell. Either they're very good actors, excellent actors, or they're telling the truth. And the point in the documentary was at the very end of the second part. And it was Wade was really getting into the fact that he had people telling him, why now? Why are you coming out now doing this? When in the past, you had plenty of time. This Wade guy went on the stand when Jackson was on trial. This guy went on the stand when he was 21, 22 years old. Defending Jackson. This Wade guy didn't want to do it. But Michael Jackson convinced him. Kept calling him up. Convinced him to defend him. On the stand. So Wade did. And they brought up on the stand. That Michael Jackson. That they found. In his home. The FBI raided Jackson's estate. Found pornographic material. That happens. Hey. Porn in the house. Right? It. It's just there. But what they found was disturbing. They found porn of young ones. And they asked this Wade guy that would you trust any adult alone with your child if you knew they had porn of this nature? And Wade said, 
It took him a while to say it, but he said that yes, he would not like it. And that was a point in the trial that was very iffy. But Wade in the documentary at one point said that the reason why he's doing this now is because he just recently had a child of his own. And that's when things really started to come back to the surface. Seeing his son brought back memories of what happened to him and thought, if I knew that my son went through what I went through, I would be fucking pissed. And my story must be told. There you go right there. And the other guy in the dock, Jimmy Safechuck, said the same thing. He also has a son. And when he had his son, everything started coming back. And he went into depression. Alcoholism was a mess. And only started feeling better once he admitted what happened to him. Let's get into... uh, the grooming process that is presented within the documentary. This is what upset me the most. The way Jackson went about grooming these kids. These were seven-year-old kids looking up to Michael Jackson. Jackson took them in, showed them this lifestyle, and convinced the parents that I'm going to help these kids. I'm going to help your kids get into the business. Let me help you. And the family sort of became intertwined with the whole idea of hanging out with Michael Jackson. Think about that. In the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, Michael Jackson picked out someone in your family and said, I want to be close to them, and in the process, I can do wonders for your family. I'm going to hang out with you. You can come over to Neverland Ranch, hang out all day, all weekend. Michael Jackson would spend countless hours, days, weeks with these families, getting to know them, gaining trust, asking the parents, is it okay if little Jimmy spends the night in my room? And the parents were hesitant at first. Whoa, you know, you're Michael Jackson, but you know, you're still a stranger to us. No. But through time, parents, they let their guard down. This is Michael Jackson. He's a little weird. But it's okay. Really? It's okay to let your seven, eight-year-old son stay in the same room as Michael Jackson overnight? I guess one of the parents... The mom, okay, was so into being friends with Jackson, okay, and her son Wade was this great dancer, excellent. He imitated Jackson beautifully. She got so into it, the fact that Jackson was a part of their lives, so into it, she would leave her husband, okay, they lived in Australia, she would leave him at stretches at a time, giving up her relationship with her husband and family to reap the benefits of being with Michael Jackson. That's fucked up. And because of that, it would just be the mom, Wade, and Jackson in a hotel room 
for days at a time. And Jackson would have little Wade stay with him overnight in his room with the mom in another room just down the hall. And wouldn't you know it, little Wade would be abused with the mom not that far away. You're telling me the mom didn't know what the fuck was going on and she thought that was okay? The fact that her son was alone With some guy? Michael Jackson was in his 30s at that time. No one's that fucking naive. Are they? Because now that Wade has come out and said that these things happened to him. The rest of his family is now shunning the mother. Blaming her. And can you blame them? Can you blame the family for that? I'd blame her too. And even Wade himself said that he still has... A problem uh, struggling with forgiving his mother. I can't believe this. And uh, I did a Macaulay Culkin episode. Cohen. Macaulay Culkin. Fucking Macaulay Culkin. Also defending Michael Jackson. Still does. Still does. Uh, eh. Dispel. The spell that Michael Jackson put over these boys. And Culkin was messed up for a long time, man. I remember seeing him in New York City. The kid was a fucking mess. Looked like he was going to die, this kid. I wonder what he was going through. He seems to be okay now. Working through this shit in his own way. But he still defends Jackson. Sorry, folks. Sorry if you disagree with me and think that Michael Jackson could no way could participate in hurting little boys. He's just weird. He loves kids. Look what he's done for kids. He'd go visit them in the hospital, uh, you know, give them presents, give them hope. And that's a great thing. But he was a pedophile. Unfortunately, he was. This documentary just came out. I suggest you take the time. As disturbing as it is. I would love to hear your opinions. Gotta watch the doc. It's called Leaving Neverland. Just came out. HBO production. Of course. HBO does the best. They get me so upset. (laughs) Why you watch it Jeff? It's so entertaining. And I sit there. Honestly, I sit watching these documentaries. My mouth is just, is, is on the ground. My, wa- <laughs> my wife walked in. She was at a meeting at church or something. She came home from a meeting. Walked in at me watching this doc. She sits down with a little snack. <laughs> She's like, what are you watching? <laughs> you just never know with me, right? I'm like I'm watching a documentary on Michael Jackson (laughs) and like the next thing that was said is like something like Michael Jackson uh, (laughs) introduced me to masturbation my wife's like oh Jesus H Christ Jeff what the we're not watching this and she said the next day she's like Jeff 
That really got to me. I said, you watched five seconds. <laughs> How could that have affected you that much? And she goes, just knowing the possibility that Michael Jackson was hurting kids. She goes, I don't think about that stuff. My wife says, I know that goes on. I'm not stupid. I just, it upsets me so much. I don't want to think about it. And I get it. But it's out there. And she was so upset about it. That Michael Jackson could actually do these things. And I said, there is like four hours of this shit. It's very compelling. The documentary explains how these little boys were just <laughs> incredible. Makes me really. Who was Michael Jackson? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, a, a great entertainer, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm very disappointed, sad, very sad. The mother of Jimmy Safe Chuck, who's just as guilty too, of allowing her son, and she admits it. That she's sorry that she allowed these things to happen. And she did. The whole family did. Both families. They should be guilty about this too. Allowing these things to happen. Because I believe there were signs they ignored. I think they knew. Um, with these cases, even with the child who's abused, not coming right out and saying it, I'm sure there were signs. Okay. Uh, they just didn't want to think that it was true. And when they're faced with the fact that it was, the mom said that when she found out Michael Jackson passed in 2009, she danced. And was happy that Jackson was dead. Thought that was a little too out there. Dancing around that someone died. Um, But she said she did it because she was happy. That Michael Jackson would no longer hurt any more little boys. There you go. This was one of those episodes I really didn't want to do. But the popularity of it needed to be talked about. Um, The Jackson estate tried to be clever and on the same night and actually at the same hour that this documentary came out, there was a free concert shown about Michael Jackson on YouTube that uh, little ploy got only 200,000 hits. That's nothing. For Michael Jackson, that's nothing. So think about this. How many millions more watched the documentary that came out? Millions. The backlash is quite incredible. I'd say 
on what people feel about who Michael Jackson really was and what he did to young children. Was Michael Jackson attracted to young boys? That's the question. What do you think? Really think about it. Hanging, uh, uh, he loved kids, right? They say that. He just loved kids. Why only young white boys? Why didn't he have young girls hang out with him? And it was explained that when there be sleepovers, most of the time it was just little boys. This pedophilia thing is really coming to light in this country, I've noticed. A lot of documentaries about it. Uh, It's being talked about. It's coming out more. People don't like talking about this stuff. I explained that in the past. If you listen to my review of a documentary called Capturing the Freedmans, I touch on this again. It's referenced. People don't want to talk about it, folks. Who does? But it's out there and there are kids being abused. This is a big thing. What if this happened to you? And if it did happen to you, I am so sorry. Because that has to be one of the worst things to happen to anyone. Your childhood taken away from you. I mean, these kids that go through this, they are fucked up. They are fucked up. It really does something to you. So what happened? To Michael Jackson in his past. Was he abused? He probably was. Thank you everyone. For listening to this episode. Of the Actors Room. A short one. Talking about a documentary. Called Leaving Neverland. I suggest you watch it. It's worth your time. Because it's entertaining. Disturbing. And just out there. Really opens some doors. About how you feel about Michael Jackson. Plain and simple. There you go. Please visit the website. Theactorsroom.lipson.com Please go on to Facebook. I have a Facebook page. Go on to Twitter. I have a Twitter account. At The Actors Room. Instagram also. Kind of getting popular. I have about 813 followers. Not bad. Uh, there you go. Next week, or it might be next week, or it might be two weeks from now. Luke Perry episode coming at you. A little update on the show. Numbers are going way down. I hit a certain peak about a month ago. Very encouraged, but not really doing very well with the numbers. I'm going to be, if I do this, it's going to be for fun. From now on, and not to get anywhere with it, because I've come to the conclusion that this show will be small. It's going to be a small show, folks. So, those who listen, thank you so much. Just uh, me talking about stuff you're interested in, uh, hopefully, bringing up some topics that uh, raise questions and, and make you think about stuff. Give me my insight on it, uh, bringing up things you may not know or uh, things that may interest you. Please leave comments and reviews on iTunes. 
I am actually getting more support on iTunes, which is great. It really helps to show with the comments. I like getting them. Um, There are people that go ahead and recommend something to be done next. So please do that. I hope that you have a great day. And please go on. Watch a movie tonight. Please do that. Let art be a big part of your life. Because I tell you something, folks. Life is short. It just is. And I had something happen to me about a week ago. Made me realize just how important life is. How uh, vulnerable it is. And how you should really think about how important you are in the world. And what you're doing with your life. And I don't know. um, Just go out there. Enjoy life. Please do that. (laughs) You know, think about it. I mean, enjoy your family. You got a family, you know, hug your kids. Uh, Go up to your wife and tell her that you love her. Go up to your husband. Go to your boyfriend and girlfriend and tell them how much you mean to them. Maybe you haven't said that in a while. They need to hear that shit. They really do because it's important to say it. I'm getting gooey. I don't give a shit. You know? Hey man, I'm 42 years old. You know? How old am I going to be? <laughs> I'm reaching that point in my life, man. You know? This is the best I'm ever going to feel. You know? My hair's falling out. This is the best I'm ever going to look. <laughs> you know? It, it, but, you know, you got to do it gracefully. You got to age gracefully. You know? Take it in. Enjoy life. You know, you could be in your 20s right now. God bless you. Go on. Have a great time, man. Live it up. God. You're in your 20s? That is wonderful. What a wonderful place to be. In your 20s. God, you have your whole life ahead of you. It's just beautiful. God bless you. Because I'm 42. I'm going to be 43 this year. You know? Shit starts breaking down, man. You got to start making choices in your life. I'm I'm going to stop smoking. It's been eight days. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I want a cigarette so bad. You have no idea. I'm sucking on these e-cigarettes and like... <laughs> I was watching this show called True Detective. Man, I want to talk about that show. That show is so good. There's this character sucking on an e-cig and there's somebody sitting next to her and he goes, I tried those e-cigs. I just, it's like you're sucking on a metal cock. It really is. Not that I, I don't know what sucking on a metal cock is like, but I could get his gist. It's just not the same thing. I miss cigarettes, but I feel great. I do. I, I feel good. So I hope it continues. I'm on day eight. Very early. (laughs) In my progressions. My voice is going. I hope. That quitting smoking. Will help my voice. Because this is ridiculous. It must be the way I'm. The way I'm sitting. There we go. Nah. My voice. It sucks. Thank you once again. God bless you. Have a good one.